This is Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. This podcast is sponsored by The Forward. Stay up to date with unlimited access to news, culture, and opinion all through a Jewish lens. And for our listeners, for 2NJB listeners, get six months of The Forward for 15 bucks. An exclusive subscription offer for our listeners, forward.com slash 2NJB, and get six months for 15 bucks. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. And last but not least, in collaboration with Australian Jewish News, check them out at ajn.timesofisrael.com. Hello, everyone. Hey, everyone. So, if you just listen to the show, you probably won't notice anything. But if you watch it, there is something quite different this time. Yeah, this week we are not in the studio. For the first time we in five are, years. Yeah, first time, actually. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, for the first time in five years, Two Nice Jewish Boys is recording remotely. Yes, because, long distance, like all my relationships. Yeah, because the state of Israel has quarantined Eitan Weinstein, has locked him up in his home, and... If you want to know why, stay tuned. tuned. Yes. Stay tuned. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about much more. We'll talk about uh, the Chinese quarantine club. We'll talk about anal, Schwarzenegger. Anal. anal swabs. I mean, what, <laughs> is there a week we don't talk about anal swabs, really? <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that happens. So we'll talk about all that and much, much more. But. Stay tuned. But before that, yes, before that, uh, this episode is sponsored by Masa Israel Journey. Guys, yes. if you're listening, you probably have some kind of interest in Israel. Well, Masa Israel Journey is the marketplace for long-term opportunities in Israel where you can explore your career path. You can live out your passions. You can make a positive impact on the world. All right. During the pandemic, Masa also created options to study and work remotely from Israel. You don't need to pause your life. You don't need to know Hebrew. Okay. But if you join, you do get funding. So go to MasaIsrael.org slash two nice Jewish boys. That's T-W-O nice Jewish boys. MasaIsrael.org slash two nice Jewish boys. Really got to check this out. I was on Masa. I don't know if I've ever told you this, man. Uh, I mentioned it, I think, a few weeks ago, but I, I was actually on Masa programs. Yeah, and that's, that's a amazing. Big, it's a big reason why I'm here today. I mean, honestly. So, they, so probably without Masa, the podcast would never have existed. Would never have existed. That's amazing. So, yeah, yeah, it's full circle. But seriously, guys, Masa is incredible. They have so many different types of programs, but Israel Journey is especially like an amazing one. Um, I have friends who actually were on Israel journey, uh, and they ended up staying and living here, meeting their future spouses. Like it's, it's an amazing, amazing opportunity. Check them out. MasaIsraelJourney.org. Sorry. MasaIsrael.org. MasaIsrael.org slash two nice Jewish boys. That's yes. T-W-O nice Jewish boys. Yes. So, uh, we weren't here last week. No, no, we were we not. We missed an episode because uh, you 
uh, said goodbye to your beloved grandmother. So maybe say yeah. a few words about her. Yeah, my unfortunately, my grandfather, my grandmother passed away last week. Um, What was on, her name? Her name was Esther, Esther Atias. Uh, and she was an amazing woman, you know, right after the funeral, um, which was in a cemetery in Haifa, it was out in the open, so we were allowed to go. Um, right after the funeral, we came back to my parents' home. Each family kind of sat Shiva in their own homes, right, because of the uh, COVID uh, restrictions. So we came back to my family's home and my mom, my, my parents' home, and we, we, we looked through photos and we talked about memories and my mom shared stories of her and she really was just an incredible woman. It, like, it made me think, and you probably have all kinds of stories from your grandparents and about that generation, right? Like what kind of, yeah. what an amazing generation, man. Yeah, yeah. You can't fathom what they've been through, right? Yeah. She was born in uh, Morocco, right? She was born in Morocco, 1937. She made Aliyah in 56. She got off the boat after spending months in a refugee camp in Marseille. She got off the boat with a two-year-old child who had pneumonia. She rushed him to the hospital. She wasn't able to stay there with him. You know, it's not like today. Yeah. Where even today, if you stay with a child in the hospital, you're on some chair and some, I mean, there was nowhere to stay then. Right. So she left him in the hospital and a few days later, basically got the news that he died. So her first experience at the age of 19 in Israel was her two-year-old dying and then moving to some slum in, uh, in Shlomi in Northern Israel, you know, the, basically the, uh, What are they called? The, um, the last, se- the last uh, settlement before Lebanon, basically. Yeah, but they're, they're these like settlements, but they're, I guess you could call them tenements, but they're not really tenements. They're like, they're just, it was a tin shack. The mm-hmm. floor was mud, mm-hmm. apparently. Just uh, uh, an incredible. And then, you know, I think about like uh, people I know of that made Aliyah and talk about how difficult it was to acclimate to Israel and to, you know, oh, the Misrata Klita and it's so tough. And I'm like, right. it's just, it puts everything in a perspective. I have a headache so. because I got vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually a part of this Facebook group. Um I'm a part of this Facebook group of a friend from the States who they, they, uh, they left Israel. They did Yerida, right? The opposite of Aliyah. Mm-hmm. And it's called Why We Should All Get the Fuck Out of Israel or something like that. And it's just a bunch of people complaining about how awful their lives are here mm-hmm. and how they must move back to the United States where things are just beautiful and normal and wonderful. Right. And I'm like, you, you spoiled group of brats. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have no idea what difficulty is. Yeah, but we're digressing. So, yeah, so it was a hard week for your family. So uh, condolences. No, but I, I, I think that, that that's what I decided is that, like, you know, there's usually the, oh, my, my grandmother died and it was sad. But I think the best thing we can do when people pass, and she was 83 and she lived, like, a, you know, a relatively long life happy mm-hmm. life the best thing we could do is pass on their merits right yeah and, and tell people how amazing they were and share our memories so yeah, yeah so that's yeah. kind of the way i'm gonna um uh, i'm gonna eternalize yeah. her. And as i told you i got to hang with her uh, at your wedding 
like a few months ago and she was uh, just uh, thrilled and happy and yeah. you know vibrant so those are those were definitely good moments yeah yeah may she rest in peace rest in peace easy and uh we're just gonna jump to uh what's oh, oh but and then you got the fast what what you got to qu- quarantined ah yeah I feel like the last soldier that gets sent out to World War II right <laughs> after they signed the uh, peace yeah. treaty. Because they like, were vaccinated a week yeah. ago, right? Yeah, and everybody's running out. To, like you, He hears the soldiers behind him even say, like, you know, they, peace, peace, they've reached peace. And then some guy <laughs> just, like, shoots him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> it's but like, do you feel me. sick at all? No, I don't feel sick, but everybody's free. And like everybody's free to go about their lives and do whatever the hell they want. We were going to get the check before entering the test, before we entering quarantine. And we're driving along Rothschild Boulevard and just people are on their bikes and grabbing coffees. And it looks so beautiful. And we have to enter this yeah. 10 day quarantine. Because what happened, guys, is that um, we got out of the lock, the severe. We've, we were under lockdown for a month and then yeah. we got out uh partially but uh, you know everybody's just reaching to grab the pieces of life that we're allowed to grab essentially right yeah um but yeah they re- they opened the restaurants now i saw a hilarious a hilarious thing because you know um there are these boxes they use for milk These plastic mm-hmm. boxes and they the restaurants started to put the boxes these boxes outside so that people just sit on the boxes because they're not allowed to actually sit on the table <laughs> and the municipality uh, wrote a post on Facebook that they are going to spread thousands of those boxes around the restaurants yeah <laughs> so we're basically cheating ourselves right um yeah but Uh, the numbers are looking good. We have 40% of the population vaccinated. And, Amazing. And 30% is kids, right, who can't vaccinate. So we're left with, and, and about, um, I think, 10% uh, were sick. So we're in an amazing situation. And, you, and today is the day we started to actually see the decline in the new sick cases, in the new... um uh, hospitalizations um and it looks pretty good yeah we're finally gonna get back to to normal day-to-day life um hopefully me me 10 days behind everybody but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so uh so yeah i entered quarantine basically because my sister uh, unfortunately contracted the virus she's doing well thank god uh getting better every day do you know how she got it No, we have no idea. But they did the epidemiological uh, investigation and they called her and then we got text messages. And mm. So, yeah, we're all under, under strict quarantine. Mm-hmm. Except your parents, though, no? My parents, no, yeah, because they were fully vaccinated. That's amazing. Gotten, yeah, that's really, honestly, I'm so thankful for that. right i mean yeah like it's it's such a relief yeah. you have three sisters you know uh, it, it's too much anyway but parents yeah. you only have one of each <laughs> exactly <So. laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> um uh, got a couple anyway. of backups <laughs> <laughs> i love you edva uh, <laughs> 
All right, so so what so, do we what yes. do we got on the docket today? So many things, so many things happened this month, right? Um, wow, we got so much to catch up on. I mean, yeah. first of all, speaking of COVID, is there yeah. is there now a treatment? Is there now a medicine? Yes, uh, I mean it's very very initial, right? So they only tested it on a couple of dozens of people. Uh, but they're extremely optimistic. It was developed by uh, Ichilov Hospital, and it's uh, some kind of a substance that you breathe, and they treated 30 people with it, and they compared it to 30 people who weren't treated, so it's very, very basic. But and the it entirety, was 30 people who were in, uh, in medium to severe uh, yeah. cases. Yeah, yeah. and they were all uh, healed after seven days. Wow. People treated with this medicine. So they're very optimistic and let's hope they're going to, you know, continue um yeah, continue the experiment and hopefully this can help people worldwide. So what's the chances that they finish the tests on it before the end of my quarantine and then I can just <laughs> get out early? <laughs> very slim. Very Damn slim. It. Damn um it. But yeah. anal swabs, anal swabs. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's the new thing. It's the new it's, swab. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna get a swab, why not get it in your butt? <laughs> I know, <laughs> you know? right? Uh, there's no swab like anal swab, as the as no, the song goes. No, no, there isn't. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, it's a it's a it's an ancient Chinese children's <laughs> lullaby. There's no swab like an anal swab. So, guys, it was published on the on the interwebs that. Um, China uh, decided because the P the current swabs we're doing the PCR tests they are efficient to an extent right they are only efficient usually a few days after you actually got infected and even then you have like 80% accuracy still you have like 10-20% um, not uh, not detecting if you correctly if you yeah. have corona so in China, they so discovered this, this this one Chinese guy who's really anal. He's very anal. He, ha ha, sorry, continue, get the joke. continue, continue. Anyway, so, so yeah, so China decided, you know, they're doing all kinds of things. They just formed a huge concentration camp, basically, for uh, COVID uh, infected people. Google it. And they also moving to anal swabs. And there was this hilarious viral video. I don't know if it's authentic, but you see people go coming out of the of the anal swabbing, and they're mm -hmm. like limping. <laughs> you see kids. <laughs> oh, no. You see a bunch of kids just limp. Chinese uh, chi kids no. just limping. After you know, the <laughs> my wife Sharon asked me this week because we were on the way to the test. She was like, "I heard it hurts. I should have been like, hey, listen." <laughs> yeah you should be grateful did it hurt uh, a little bit but they apparently there's new uh there's new recommendations by the health ministry not to actually they used to like basically shove it all the way down your nose and almost like get to your brain uh -huh. and there's new recommendations just to like uh swipe the insides of the nostrils mm. like pita with hummus yeah, yeah, you know. But they use the same one from your mouth. I don't mm. know if it's like a thing, like if there's like a medical thing or if they're just lazy, but they just use the same one from your mouth on your nose. Mm. And so they stick well, it in your mouth and then they least, stick it in your nose. At least they don't use this technique with the anal one. 
Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, a whole new meaning to ass to mouth. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, wow. It's, uh, every day is a good day not to be Chinese. That's the, yeah. that's the moral <laughs> that's, of the story. That's true. It's true. Um, but it's what truism else? Truism as old as time. So, so um, what is this I hear about Kristallnacht? happening in the United States. Apparently, apparently Kristallnacht, either Kristallnacht wasn't as bad as, as I, as I was taught it was, or the Capitol Hill riots were much, much worse. Explain. So apparently the governor, the ex-governor of California, our beloved dear Republican, the last Republican governor of California, actually. That hasn't happened in a while. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he released a video, right? Mm-hmm. I think his his fa- his, par- his father or grandfather, he has ancestors who were involved in World War II. He, his father, Gustav Schwarzenegger, Whoa. was, a, uh, was Whoa. an Austrian, uh, was a Austrian police officer, I think. And he joined the Nazi party in 38. Mm, okay. And uh, yeah, it kind of makes you... But listen, I got to say... What did so he I say? Wait, but what did he say? Yeah, so let, let's give a quick rundown of what happens okay. in the video. Basically, I'll be right Arnold back. You give the rundown. Okay. All right. Arnold Schwarzenegger basically uh, compares the Capitol Hill riots to uh, to Kristallnacht. Kristallnacht was a, uh, a pogrom... Um, in uh, uh, I think it was in Germany or in Austria. Well, revealing the ignorance, uh, but basically, uh, where where something like uh, twenty to thirty thousand uh, Jew- Jews were arrested. I think about a hundred people were killed. Uh, it was an awful, awful atrocity um, uh, during the Holocaust. Actually, leading up to the Holocaust, leading up to World War Two. And so he compares the uh, crystal. He compares the Capitol Hill riots to Kristallnacht, uh, and he talks about in the video about his father, uh, and about how many Austrians were dealing with their horrible guilt for the atrocities that they participated in, and he actually talks about something like that's kind of you know. Uh, uh, tragic that his father would come home drunk and beat him and and his mother and and his siblings, and you know I I gotta say I I, I can't I'm not gonna hold the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger's dad was a Nazi against him. I don't think that that's right to do. It, it just means you need to be a bit you know when your father yeah. is a Nazi you need to have even it, some extra respect and be extra careful. Yeah. And yeah. modest. I really, I actually kind of like Schwarzenegger. I think, I mean, I, I like him. You wish I like, you had. I, I wish I had his muscles. Yeah. No, but <laughs> I, I, I like the fact that, you know, he, first of all, he's a Republican. I like the fact that um, that he's driven. He seems to have good values, right? Um, but except for that one instance with the kid and the maid and the mistress. Not there was some familiar. story about there was some story about him having a kid with mm. a with a mistress. Anyway, I'm kind of a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, 
but yeah, it's just completely insensitive, man. Yes. Right. To yeah, yeah, yeah. To make that kind of comparison. It's 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 just, it's, 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 it's virtue signaling, and it's populist a little bit. I feel. Yeah. And you know, if you have nothing, I think the the conversation around those events was bloated or already like if you don't have anything extra special to add uh you just can keep silent I, yeah. I guess i think the problem is that people are starting to like move to the extremes right and so no one's being left no one's standing in the center and holding the ground and saying hey guys maybe we're not all crazy people like yeah. the people that stormed the the capital but yeah. one thing that he did do in the in the video which is kind of messed up is he he did kind of cover for his dad um and he did kind of cover just in general for austrians and for germans and for the nazis by saying that they were led astray and they were you know they 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 were uh you know uh duped by lies yeah and and that's that's just kind of that's a cop out Right, you know, yeah, nobody, I hate, nobody's innocent. I hate those uh, terms. I hate, uh, yeah, it's really essentially, it's it's a kind of a Holocaust denial saying those things to me, right? Because you know, because yeah, it and it was nobody's fault, right? They all. Where do you stop with that argument, right? Yeah, it was, maybe it was, Himmler it was, Hitler. was also. It was only Hitler, Himmler, and the gang. Him. They were all just brainwashed. They were brainwashed, yeah. you know. It could happen to anyone. You know, so it pisses me off when people say that about, like, just the average German who wasn't even uh, in the SS or a Nazi or even a member of the party or anything. Mm -hmm. But but come on, your dad was a Nazi, was a member of the Nazi party. He even fought in the war for the Germans. Like, yeah. like you can't say he was led astray. He made a decision. Right. Right, right. Yeah, well, what's your what's the best uh, Schwarzenegger movie in your opinion? Oh, by far the James Cameron one. What's it called? Uh, something with uh, true true lies or something? True lies. What what's the Schwartz? What's the James Cameron Schwarzenegger movie? You know what I'm talking about? No. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it in yeah. a second. To me, it's Total Recall. I mean, to me, Total no. Recall, it, oh, it's a, just a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. No, no. So this one, oh. you got to see. It's hilarious. It's a comedy, actually. And it's one of the funniest. Uh, True Lies. Yeah, it's called True, True Lies. Lies. Okay. It's one of the funniest movies. It's directed by James Cameron. Okay. It's really like, it's one of James Cameron's earliest. I think it was it was before Titanic. And it's like, it's not something you would expect from James Cameron, especially like after, you know, he made the Titanic and then he, what was the Avatar movie? Mm -hmm. um, and all the, all his big movies afterwards. It's like this just kind of like funny rom-com parody kind of movie. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Definitely the best Schwarzenegger flick. Okay. Stick to movies, Arnold. Stick yeah. to movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because president he can't be apparently, right? Have no. you heard of the um, Bucatini uh, crisis in America? I I heard, but I I haven't I didn't never got to the bottom of the mystery. You sent me the article. Yeah, tell me about it. 
Um, well, you just got to read it. Um, it's on grubstreet.com. It's an, an investigative um, report. So it starts yeah. with the... It's, it's by Rachel Handler. And it starts when she realizes uh, she loves Bucatini pasta. And she suddenly, in the last few months, she cannot find it anywhere, right? In, in, the, in any shop. And her life is ruined, right? You, she cannot survive without the Bucatini pasta because the sauce, you know, it enters the hole and it surrounds the pasta so elegantly. And then she wonders what's what's going on. And then she, she realizes it's not only in, in New York, it's it's everywhere. Like her aunt and her friend in another country in America, they all uh, lack that precious, precious uh, pasta. So she goes on a no journey. No more Bucatini. And, what, what, and she goes to the, the, the manufacturers in Italy and they tell her there's the problem isn't here because we keep you know we it's not like we just stopped producing one style of pasta um and then what she realizes is because of the green movement the green movement pushed uh they push against straws the use of straws right so there were viral videos in the last year um, that suggest instead of a straw, you can use uh, Bucatini pasta, <laughs> right? Um, because it's more, it's greener. But the thing is, there are regulatory organizations, uh, I don't know, like the regulatory food. The FDA. The FDA. Food, food and Drug Administration. Yes. Uh, they Their initial approval for the pasta uh, was based on the assumption that you cook it because we when you do not cook the, the product it takes another uh, set of tests and risk management um, and when they realized that people use the pasta uh, as it is without boiling it they s they realized there's a chance uh, for germs and stuff that they don't even look for because they assume it's going to be cooked so they just took it down. They they, they blocked the import <laughs> of the pasta. <laughs> and I'm not going to spoil the end, but it's a fascinating piece. I think you got to read it. It's called What the Hole is Going On? The Very Real, Totally Bizarre Bucatini Shortage of 2020. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. a total waste of time for this I, reporter. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> right? I personally... I, I, I don't like Bucatini because, you know, when you try to suck the, the spaghetti, you it, yeah. it won't go in because of the hole. I, I, you know, it, no, right. but I agree. Bucatini is pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. I, I, lost I don't you there usually... For a sec. I say I got to agree with hey, her. Don? Can you hear me now? Hello? Yes, yes now I can hear you. Um, so I got to agree with her. Bucatini pasta is... I don't usually buy it. I don't know. Just out of like... At a habit, I guess I get spaghetti and I get penne. Mm. I need to get I need to get more bugatini. Although, personally, pappardelle mm. is is the best. Cause your soul is like a butterfly and yeah, thrives for freedom. No, pappardelle is the uh, is ah, the pappardelle. It's the yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Come on, man. I got to teach you about it. pasta. <laughs> what it's, happened? It's the, it's the internet connection. It was weak, so I didn't catch the... <laughs> excuses, excuses. Oh, man. Right. 
So, what else is on our plate? I'm telling you, man, the elections are coming up. And the problem is that uh, a friend of mine said, uh, uh, I told him that BB lost my vote because of the uh, the lockdowns and all the coronavirus restrictions and everything. And he's like, BB's loss is Smotrich's gain? And I'm like, the, pro- the problem is that BB's loss is BB's gain. Like, it doesn't matter where you go, he's going to win. And he's yeah. also, and he's gonna, he's gonna join forces with whoever you vote for, and then he's eventually gonna be. So it's not, you can't really punish the guy. So where does it leave you? I honestly have no idea. Guys, uh, if you're confused and you don't know all the words that Eitan just said, like Smotrich, um, uh, I have a good news. We're gonna do a special episode yes. where we're gonna map for you. Uh, all the parties that are running, because you have a bunch of new parties, new people, old people in new parties, new parties with old people, and all kinds of combinations. Um, so we're going to do a special episode with Yoav Rabinovich, one of our favorite guests from the past. And we're going to go party by party, tell you everything you got to know, and then you can, you know, you can decide who to vote for if you live here. And if you don't live here, you can realize what the hell is going on with those elections. By the way, Elections here are going to take place in March 23rd. My birthday. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned, guys. We're going to break it down. We're going to do a full breakdown that's going to leave you yes. much more confused than you were to begin with. And so it's going to be great. Will you vote? Yeah, no, I'm going to vote. I have to mm. vote, but I, I don't know. I honestly don't know who. I can't ask you. You're under NDA yeah. now. You're not allowed yeah. to talk politics. No, no, no. But now, or works on a certain campaign. Yeah, we won't B- name BB's names. campaign. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but Smartrich now is with Ben Gvir. Smartrich has a problem with uh, um, homosexuals. Yeah, um, yeah, which is problematic, and he goes with Ben Gvir, who in the past idolized uh, people who performed terror attacks. Jews who... Jews, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who shot Arabs. Um, so yeah, it's problematic. But I guess uh, in two weeks when we record the, the special episode, uh, maybe that will Things, help you decide. Maybe it'll, yeah. No, I mean, I definitely wasn't going to vote Smotrich, and of course not after he uh, joined forces with Ben Gvil. Uh, you see guys even Ethan has red lines yeah I have some red lines they're not so red as they are pink <laughs> they're pink lines yeah but uh, I, I was considering Naftali Bennett but I don't know he doesn't <laughs> and, and Shaked and then I heard Shaked on the radio I think you sent me this yeah. link just saying something insane just absolutely insane <laughs> which is she said that their solution is going to be, and again, I'm not sure why a solution is even necessary when we have half the country vaccinated and there's basically, as you're saying, a medicine on the way, a treatment for COVID. It's like, why the hell are, am I even in quarantine? I'm not even sure. Um, but her solution is to lock people up in prison, basically. Yeah. Which, which, is just, which people? 
No, so she says we're going to go city by city and make them green. And we're going to like test people and vaccinate the whole city and make sure. And once the city is green, who fucking decides that? I don't know. So once the city is green, then people from that city are free to do whatever they want. And if a different city is green, then those people can go to that city. But if a city's red and people from a red city are caught in a green city, those people are going to go to jail. Yeah. You you will you would be surprised how many people would support that that idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, man. I just heard the radio host, one of the most popular shows here in Israel. He says uh to the one of the main guys who runs the corona crisis he says to him the reporter uh you know what uh why won't we we should go to another month of lockdown we're already started let's go let's do another full month of lockdown it's just it's good it's like it's good for you the he lockdown. believes just, it's good it's like and, and 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 you you hear this a lot and yeah it's very bizarre very it's bizarre. absolutely absolutely ridiculous And I mean, I'm not, I don't actually think that uh, maybe I'm going to listen to this episode in another three months and then look back and be like, wow, you were naive, man. But I I don't think we're actually going to be stuck in a lockdown for much longer. I think it's because of the vaccines, because of the vaccines and all this good news that's coming out. And the fact that the, yeah, the situation is getting just uh, generally better. Mm-hmm. I think that we'll be out in a couple of weeks, but uh, but just the fact that these kind of ideas get thrown around, it just shows you what kind of like dangerous thinking. And it really, it always leads me back to the, the fact that one of Israel's biggest problems in my eyes is the fact that we don't have like a strong constitution. Like mm-hmm. there, like we weren't founded on a set of, very strong common ideals that we all share where we're like, yeah, freedom, that thing's super important, right? Mm -hmm. We were formed in this weird way where like, I don't know. I just, uh, it's, it's something that's really missing from like the Israeli uh, cultural fabric. Right. (coughs) Anyway. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, that's it. This is this is it. The beginning of the end. Hour one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so guys, we had a bunch of cool guests, but then Eitan had to go and get himself in quarantine. So I had to yeah. push them all. Um, so sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. But we do. We have a fault. bunch of cool guests coming up, right? We do. We do. So Can stay we name tuned. Some? No. No, no. No? No, no, no. Why not? Because you know, who knows? Let's let's keep the surprise. All right. All right I don't want to give false. No, is a mysterious man. Yes, but trust us; those guests, they're gonna blow your mind. You have Rabinovich at least. Yes, is, we're we're throwing you guys a bone, but stay tuned. A lot of interesting stuff coming up. Tell me, if I if I uh, buy a ticket to the United States right mm-hmm. now for June, mm-hmm. is that a good idea? Like, will I be able to fly to the United States? As far as Israel's concerned, do you think that that's yes. something that can happen? Yes. And as far as the United States? Maybe not New York, but Florida, Texas, don't think. Although Biden can restrict 
put put some huge restrictions. Yeah. yeah why would might. you buy? Why why the states? No, we're thinking of doing like a road uh, trip. We never got the chance to do a honeymoon, Shalon and I, mm. which was ah, I thought you were talking about unfortunate. us, but yeah, also you guys. Yeah, we never got a chance to do a honeymoon, <laughs> you and I, baby. <laughs> but uh, we never got a chance to do a honeymoon, and we wanna we wanna do it would, now. We're not sure about going east in times like these. Mm -hmm. um, and so we thought maybe even though the United States is, is kind of a shit show as far as the pandemic is concerned. Right. But at least like there's freedom of movement, right? You mm -hmm. can move around freely. So you we're thinking be more or less it, out of civilization. Yeah. You know, but are there there's going to be some kind of like uh, travel restrictions for people coming back to Israel or. If you're vaccinated, probably not. They just uh, decided that if you're vaccinated, they thought when you'll be back, they'll just let you in. Now they say they just want um, a COVID test uh, before you fly back All the, if you're vaccinated. And when you land here, you do the quick test in the airport and then you get the results after. And if it's but they're both negative, then you're good to go. As opposed to if you're not vaccinated, you would come and you would need like 10 days of quarantine. So it's still pretty good. So I don't think there'll be problems. Um, yeah. It's still pretty crazy that if you're vaccinated, you even need to do a test. Yeah, Why? Because, because they're worried about because variants? Variants, because of variants. Yeah. But this but might change as they, as they realize that um, if they realize, and I think they will by June, that the, ver the Pfizer vaccine is good against the variants. Yeah, and, but the the vaccine has expiration date um, in the summer, so it depends also for how long you go. And what do you mean it has an expiration date? When you get vaccinated here in Israel, you get this uh, vaccinated um, ID, and on mine it says like expires uh, July or something like that. But uh, on an interview, the guys on the Ministry of Health said that they actually don't really know what's the expiration date. So they just put one, but they might change it because Pfizer never got the, had the time to check, you know. They keep checking how long it lasts. They simply don't know yet. So, so like, it's not uh it's not the kind of i guess every vaccine has an expiration right there's yeah. some vaccines that you get every 10 years and there's some vaccines right yeah like the tetanus shot i know you get once every seven years yeah so that's an expiration of the vaccine meaning the the, the antibodies that you've built up in your system are no longer uh yeah well, yeah but they don't know effective they just don't know but uh you know let's let's hope uh, right. I think you'll be fine. But uh, there were good news today about the vaccines. They have uh, initial reports showing that the vaccines are also extremely effective. The, I'm talking about all the Pfizer and Moderna ones. Extremely effective. Not against, the Chinese ones. No. Uh, <laughs> and, no and not the Russian ones, which Merkel is so desperate that she's, she wants to, to use. Um, oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very... The situation is dire in Europe. Anyway... Uh, the reports show that those vaccines are extremely efficient, not only preventing uh, disease, but also 90% uh, effectiveness in preventing um, infection of others. So they never got to actually check yeah. if 
you can spread to someone else even though you won't get sick. But now they have good data showing that, yeah. Thanks you, to Israel. Yeah, thanks to Israeli data. And also data yeah. from the Pfizer experiments, which is still in the making. So yeah, th that's good news. There was a lot of noise about the data that Israel is sharing with Pfizer and whether or not uh, there's some kind of sec like secretive deal and they're sharing uh, private data. But as I understand, they're sharing only data that is anyway uh, publicly available. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't worry about that. Nobody yeah. cares about your... Your name or your favorite color. Yeah, yeah. Or how, what porn site you visit last. They're not sharing anyway, that. No. <laughs> Let's wrap right? things they're up. Not, they're not sharing that? No, no, no. You can... Are you, you sure? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Whew. Let's wrap things up, guys. Um, sorry for yes. missing an episode last week. Sorry for uh, Eitan being in quarantine. And the quality of this episode is... It's just not the same, man, when you're f so far away from me. You know? Yeah, I know. It's much more comfortable. <laughs> um, no, yeah. We'll, we'll get back to the studio and the vibe. We'll be back. Mm -hmm. I think we had a pretty good vibe this episode. Uh, yeah. I think we could do this permanently. No. I, I don't know. I didn't tell you this, but I don't plan on leaving my house ever again. <laughs> I realized I can live like this. And from now on, it's just, it's not even an option anymore. Yeah. Um, anyway. Before we yes. go, Before first we of go. all, we are sponsored by Masa Israel Journey. Yes, Masa Israel Journey, guys. And, and check uh, them out. Check them out by going to their website, which is masaisrael.org slash two nice Jewish boys spelled out. So that's T-W-O, nice Jewish boys. By going to that website and just browsing and may, uh, hopefully... Uh, subscribing to one of the programs um you support the show right this is all not only you will get amazing opportunities with masa you will also support the show yes two birds yes, one rock yeah you're helping us out and you're really getting exposed to some amazing opportunities check them out guys masaisrael.org slash two nice jewish boys they have incredible incredible opportunities to study and work remotely from Israel or to actually come here and do some internship, hopefully after this whole pandemic is over, check them out, masaisrael.org slash two nice Jewish boys. Also, the forward. Yes. Forward.com slash 2NJB. Forward is a great source for news and opinion articles all through a Jewish lens. They have a check newsletter which you yes. definitely got to subscribe to. Yes, yes, and you subscribe to it by going to forward.com slash two nice Jewish boys and getting an exclusive offer for podcast listeners. Uh, you get uh, six months for 15 bucks. So yes. check it out, forward.com slash 2NJB. Yes. Amazing deal. Um, also, Arutz Sheva, israelnationalnews.com. Check them out for amazing content in English. Uh, we, and they're based here in Israel, and you get the Israeli perspective on what's going on in the world and in Israel. And also? Also, timesofisrael.ajn.com. Yes. So uh, 
Sorry, ajn.timesofisrael.com. Yes. Yes, backwards. So that's Australian Jewish News. Okay, they're a great source for Jews. For Jews. They're a great source for Jews. If you get want your Jews, Jew. get your Jews at AJN. Now, so they're a great source for news and opinion uh, yep. from, for the Australian perspective. Visit AJN.timesofisrael.com. Yes. And lastly, it. yes. We do this on our free time, guys. So if you want to help us out, go to 2NJB.com slash donate. Yeah. And help throw us out. a few schmeckles. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. That's it. Good. Man, uh, I hope you didn't get corona. I hope so too. And hopefully see you Wednesday. And yeah. God willing. See you on the next one. Thank you all for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.